millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Will, can you sing? Um, Is that you singing? I can't. Yeah, that was it. Hello and welcome to Legitimate Likes, the podcast where we take a look at some of humanity's greatest and most popular fascinations and try to determine if they're really worth the hype. They're liked, but is it a legitimate like? My name is Hugh and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host Will. Hi Will, how are you? Hi hi Hugh, I, I really enjoyed that, you, you acted the hell out of that. It was very, it was very well acted. It looked Thanks. like it was the first time you'd ever said it. Yeah, I, I kind of... Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Oh, that's a good point, actually. Should I, don't I be know, surprised but... by the podcast we've been hosting for months at this stage? Yeah. yeah, that's the aim with acting, is to always look slightly surprised by what you're saying. That's what acting 101 is. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've heard. How are you, Will? What have um, you been up to? I I feel very weird. Uh, <laughs> I feel very strange in my body and my mind, because today okay. I played a game which is called fill your body up with coffee, beer, and ramen, and then go and do a VR experience. A VR, oh, wow. for the un- uninformed, is virtual reality. It's like and reality, but a bit what's more What's ramen for the uninformed? Uh, that is, um, it's like, I think, Japanese origin food. It's like a broth bowl. The flavor comes from the tare. And it's broth and noodles and mushrooms. Oh. And then beer is like a drink that's alcoholic. Like, it's like bread, an alcoholic bread drink. And okay. then coffee it's like um it's like tea but bitter and like more whoa you know okay and so everything you put in was very liquidy i guess yeah liquidy and uh mind altering in some way and then 
I I put headset a headset on in a little sort of container and ran around shooting zombies and it was real trippy and then I just walked around like like that was an okay thing to do to your body. Wow. And and did you when you ran around shooting zombies shooting zombies was this this was after you started playing the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. There, there hasn't been a zombie apocalypse in this whole time. Like, that's not what I've big, uh, the big reveal there. No, it was in the game. So you, we went to this place that's like a virtual reality place, and you go in pods, and it was absolutely unbelievable. Everybody should do it. It is so cool. But should you do it while under the influence of beer, ramen, and coffee, B or C? Absolutely not. You'll feel yeah. you'll feel like you've been on a really terrible cruise. I've never been on a cruise. It'd be like you feel oh. a bit seasick. Yeah, you'd be Penelope. like you've been. You've been given a piggyback by Tom Cruise for like yeah. 40 minutes and you'll be all jiggly and a bit stiff and like, ugh. But you've had a great experience and you've got some stories to tell. How are you? I guess fine compared to that, you know? <laughs> like, I've had a perfectly average... I got a bit wet coming home on my bike. That's about it. Oh, yeah? Did it affect yeah. your cycling? I mean, you know, I still cycled at my usual sluggish pace but just slightly more damply which slugs are you know so speaking of slugs see if michael was here yeah Yeah, that'd be perfect it'd be perfect but michael's not here again we've got a guest producer i don't know if our guest producer is talking to us and she's just muted no, no, I'm I'm here. It's just I was waiting for you to finish. Just this, enthralled. Waiting for you to finish your beatboxing. Usually, Anya, like when someone goes pew 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 pew, that's <laughs> like your cue to to you know to f- bust some freestyle or at least say hello. Have you never had a hype team before, Anya? No, I didn't realize that's what you were going for. Uh, but uh, hello. Uh, that's a compliment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, Anya, what have, have you have you had a weird virtual reality experience today? Have you eaten anything that's altered your mind or your body? No, I I, I haven't done anything weird. And I, I've never done one of those VR things, I don't think. Although I have gone on a 7D roller coaster uh, before. Uh, and 7D? It, yeah, I don't know what the seven dimensions are. But it was in... You're going to have to try and work yeah. them out, please. Yeah, I mean, after, t- let's take the three as red. I don't even know what Where the first three on? dimensions yeah. are. Red, blue, and green. Yeah. <laughs> well, you live in those three <laughs> dimensions, Anya. You do know what they are. What are the other four? What are the three? I'm all being funny. What are the three? Depth. Like height. height, height, length, depth. Is that or something like that? That's not. They're... Yeah, it is. Oh, are they? X, Y, Z axis. Okay. It? You know. I was. I thought it was like sight sound. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So did I. I didn't know. That's nothing to be uh, laughed at. Well, maybe it is. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we're the idiots. Is, but. Um, so yeah, light, sound, smell. It's the senses. It's the yeah. Senses, so it was basically. a seven. I think in yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, didn't they? Was it the X dimension or was it the ninth dimension? I don't know. Anyway, tell us about the roller coaster. You know, the, the four dim- dimensions: uh, Raphael, Donatello. <laughs> Oh yeah. Is time a dimension? Did you move through time? I guess we all moved through time. So. It was in uh it was off Cable Street and it was just you went in and there was a room with a man and a, a sort of a plastic 
cream sofa and you, you got two please for the 70 roller coaster and then he ushered you into a room and it was just two of us and you he says which adventure do you want do you want Mayan runes do you want under the sea do you want space and then you sit up on this roller coaster cart and there's like there's smells and there's water and there's video but it's 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 very strange uh but an absolute bargain it was five euro so there you go what i enjoy most about this is that during our pubs episode you told us about a temperance pub which is on Cable Street. So I like the idea that mm. all of your research or possibly all of your life just happens on and around Cable Street. <laughs> yeah. And who were who were the other I'm intrigued to know who were the other clientele? Oh, there was no one else there. This. There was no one else there. So it was just us and this man and it was it was very I mean I mean it's gone out of business I think. So that, that probably well, at a what fiver a ago, I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah. God, a place with a plastic cream sofa went out of mm. business. Who would have thunk it? And no customers. And no customers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, crucially. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, join us next week when I move further up Cable Street and we'll see what else I find. Yeah. Okay, so today we are discussing The Lord of the Rings, the epic uh, high fantasy novel. Dance, dance, wherever you may be. No, not the Lord of the Dance. Lord of the That's going to be a separate episode, I think. Uh, if you like it, then you should have Lord of the Rings <laughs> on it. If you like it, then you should have put a Lord of the Rings on it. So we are talking about. I think we know whose was best there. <laughs> we are talking about the novel and then the movies, which came out in 2001, 2002, and 2003. So this is something that's definitely been at the forefront i think of uh pop culture at least since the millennium but obviously it has you know fans that go back to when it was first written in 1937 so in 1937 the hobbit came out and then the uh the the books themselves were written between 1937 and 1949 and they sold over 150 million copies um so i think before we get cracking we'll have one quiz to rule them all with three questions and you have to light the podcast on fire in order to hear the quiz. Yeah, exactly. You have to throw the quiz into uh, Mount Doom. Okay. I know, my lord. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, he, it's very he came high to play. Quiz. <laughs> uh, okay, so <laughs> question one What frightened the orcs in the minds of Moria? Oh, that so, sounds so adorable. <laughs> oh! Yeah, so well, they, they popped down into the minds of Moria, but I, it's goblins who are in the minds of Moria. As far as I remember. Is that who lives there? I think goblins took over from the the dwarves, the dwarves who had it. And You've uh, got me there, Will. I've phrased the correct... You're, you're dead right. It is goblins. It's goblins in the minds of Moria. But who frightened the goblins in the minds of Moria? It was absolutely a Balrog of Mor. Absolutely correct. One for one. Oh, so your quiz question was just completely wrong, was it? Yeah. There were no yeah, orcs. Yeah, very much there. in the vein of Michael. No, there was no works. There are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> did the works not turn up at some point? Okay. So but our second the books, question. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, the answer to your question of what scared the orcs, it was, it was just, it was just the darkness. Orcs are famously scared of the dark. <laughs> okay. They're just like, oh, this is a bit. So creepy. what is? That's what orc stands for, actually, Anya, isn't it? Orange, you... F- I can't... Well, uh, uh, <laughs> orange, you afraid of the dark I was trying to go for. <laughs> you got one word or, mispronounced, yeah. so yeah. Um, okay, so who's... Ocular revulsion to... God, Darkness. the sea is hard. To dimness. Co- oh, it co- doesn't end yeah, in D. Yeah, I was like, what is, is no, wrong with you? 
Um, uh, so yeah. what is the first voice that we hear in the movie The Fellowship of the Ring? It's one of the two female characters in the entire universe. Um, it's it's either Galadriel or Eowyn. What does she say? I feel it in the... I, I feel know. it in my waters. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's I feel I, it in my waters. I feel it in my... No, she goes, I feel it in my fingers. I feel it, I in, feel my it in my toes. The ring um, is all around us. <laughs> to Mordor we shall go. There you go. That was better than the orc riff, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I think it must be Galadriel. Very good. It's Galadriel. And originally it was going to be Frodo, but apparently when they made it, it didn't really work. Uh, and the production company originally wanted that monologue to only be two minutes. But I think in the final cut, it's actually seven and a half minutes long. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Before you get down to all the orc killing. You okay. sounded more like an old man in a pub, Hugh. Jesus <laughs> Christ. They don't make them like they used to make them. Uh, Will, I'm very impressed with your with your knowledge of of Lord of the Rings so far. I, I I guess it's not necessarily surprising that you're a fan, but I didn't. I don't. I don't really. I'm going into this podcast. I have to say, with no idea of where the two of you fit in 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 fandom or lack thereof. So I'm excited. Likewise, it's very exciting. Also so your likewise. final question which I think is a little tougher than the first two. Uh, which member of the cast and crew on the movies is the only one to have met J.R. Tolkien? Oh, that's a good question. It's got to be one of the oldies. Yeah. So, Christopher Lee, maybe? I sort reckon of. Christopher Lee, they probably went to the same, like, Oxford College or something. Christopher Lee was a, was a Nazi hunter, wasn't he? In the war? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, because so maybe- when... When Saruman dies in the film, um, Peter Jackson, he gets stabbed in the back. This is in the extended edition only. He gets stabbed in the back, and uh, <laughs> P- Peter Jackson was like, oh, c- could you scream? And Christopher Lee said, Peter, have you ever heard a man get stabbed in the back? And Peter Jackson was like, no. <laughs> and he was like, they don't scream. <laughs> so in the movie, he just goes, <gasps> What a power play. I know, wow. I know. That's Guys, awesome. you are... Absolutely correct. Uh, Christopher Lee is the only one who's met him. And he had, he read The Lord of the Rings once a year from the year that it was published until his death in 2015. So he was a super fan. Did he understand it at all by the end? <laughs> he just couldn't figure it <laughs> out. What happened, yeah. it, took him, uh, it took him a year to get through the whole trilogy each time. So What does Orc stand for? <laughs> it's like me with Ulysses. He probably just like had it on his bedside table. Do you mean you've Probably read Ulysses once every year since 1912? Oh, it's a thing I do. It's a thing yeah. I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think whether or not you guys are fans, it's pretty clear that you both have some knowledge of the universe and the movies. Or of who the oldest so, actor was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I suppose your opening statements, I mean, do you want to reveal all about, you know, what's your, what's your impulse Look. here? I feel it in my waters. So, Lord of the Rings. I uh, I watched it. I used to play a lot of the video games, I think, which is where a lot of my knowledge actually comes from. And I really liked the films, but I was never like... I, I can't abide to the like, uh, we're actually, we're all going to go at midnight and we're going to do an extended Lord of the Rings marathon and watch the whole thing in an evening. And I'm like, why? Why? You'd be so tired. That's like eating a load of ramen and then doing VR for 40 minutes. It's a terrible idea. You won't feel good about it. It'll take a long time for you to get to sh- Shelob. 
you're gonna hate this but i in the last six months have set aside a day in my life where i was like i'm doing it i'm staying in bed all day and i'm watching the trilogy i didn't make it to the third one that was next weekend well so will sorry and you mentioned you mentioned the films there but you'd, you'd read the books first i i've read the first one and a half to oh, two books twice interesting. and <laughs> Because my, my, I think my, un- my uncle was big into Lord of the Rings and I think he gave me the books. Oh no, he gave me The Hobbit. I absolutely loved The Hobbit. And then I started reading Lord of the Rings and it took a really long time. Uh, and then I-, I just gave up halfway through The Two Towers. And then a couple of years later, I was like, no, no, it's time to properly read these books. I tried again and I gave up at the same point because I was like, I've got so much longer to go. Mm. So I haven't, but I really like Tom Bombadil. Yeah, don't we all, you know? Um, I yeah, so I read again. I read The Hobbit. Don't know what age I was, but I'd say, you know, probably late primary school. Read The Hobbit, loved it, and uh, I I then read The Lord of the Rings. Yeah, probably in my early teens, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was very good. I don't think I read through all the poetry and the songs. You know, like I certainly didn't find a great deal of charm in the. Here's a new character. Let's introduce him with an epic poem, um, or his uh, entire lineage you know can we can we talk about this this is a thing that has ground my gears for a number of years books that have songs in them that are just italicized and are like here are the lyrics and and you're just like oh i guess i guess i'm just riffing a melody with my zero musical talent i don't understand i don't understand there's so many songs in lord of the rings and they're all to the tune of call me maybe (laughs) For me, that's the one you. But I don't know what everyone else does. So, are you against songs in books generally? No, I just, I just feel like what I actually feel is I would like to ha- do a study and record everyone reading the book aloud for the first time and just riffing something and seeing what melody everybody comes yeah. up with. Yeah, I think that's a pretty major con that a lot of people bring up is the volume of songs and and poems in the book and well, that i certainly how loud you sing them to be honest <laughs> and... nice up to you. <laughs> very nice and uh p- possibly that's one of the reasons the movies are so popular because you got all the epic drama and fantasy without the um without all that that feeling yeah. uh because at the heart of it tolkien was i suppose kind of a scholar and an academic and that was kind of part of his you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was him kind of kind of showing. Yeah, off. I did. I I read them again, so I did read them. Um, I read them twice. I read them again when I was about seventeen, I'd say, and I made absolutely no effort to even read through the poems or songs. I just skipped it and just gave a sort of greatest hits uh, read to it. I mean, I still read, whatever. Uh, I think you did the opposite of a greatest. Hits, <laughs> yeah, I removed the songs. songs, greatest prose, and uh, read yeah. them again and. <laughs> I love that series, Top of the Pros. I used to watch that every Saturday night. Well, I've read the books again, and again, enjoyed them. And I have not read them since. I saw the movies, saw them all in the cinema when they came out. I've probably watched them once or maybe twice again since then. I've never done a marathon. Um, But yeah, you know, I enjoyed them. Um, The movies... Have they done, uh, and would you do, a marathon... A Lord of the Rings marathon, marathon, where you have to wear a VR headset and watch the, all of the Lord of the Rings whilst running a marathon. I mean, there is almost nothing that is would more readily get 
a no vote from me on this podcast than running a marathon. Okay, let's... Anya, can you think of anything that would more readily get a no vote than running a marathon from Hugh? Like, you see, you see, the thing is, no, obviously something like genocide, which isn't really a like, so it's probably not something we have to rule on. But but I do... <laughs> been pretty popular but to be honest, I'd, history, sort of, so. I'd sort of put them on a, on a similar level in that the people who commit genocide are probably the people who like running marathons as well, so... Now, I think it behooves me to mention that Michael has, in fact, run a marathon. Proves my point. Also wiped out the population of a Polynesian island. If someone mentioned genocide to Michael, they'd be like, well, let's look at the economic impact of that. Maybe. I'm <laughs> just saying. Maybe. Um, but you, you bring up a point that I did actually consider earlier, right? So something that I always think about when I'm watching the films is the amount of physical fitness that is involved. Because every time the fellowship wake up, they're like, so we just need to run for four days through mountains. And I get very worried that if I'm ever called on to participate in a quest like that, that I just wouldn't... Yeah, and it's something that really comes up in a lot of those sort of epic quest things where they sort of, you know, they see the place, they they come up to a peak and then wherever it Mm. is, you know, they they see in front of them and say, ah, there lies Gondor. At last, we have reached it. And you're like, no, you're like 11 miles away. Four days away. You've got so much journey. Or four days. You could be four days away, yeah. You're like, you're seeing it from a mountain. If it was me, you would be. Yeah, and my other concern is... Do you think that's the only thing that was stopping you being invited into the fellowship? Probably, probably. That and the fact that I'd be very concerned about the bathroom breaks. Yeah. Uh, Do you think that you would have done well if you were one of the fellowship? Absolutely not. I would have stayed in Hobbiton or a mine or wherever it was that the elves live. Um, No, I'd, I'd been terrible. I'd be terrible at any of these things. I have nothing to offer to them you know again it's not that i think i'm terrible at everything i don't at all i think i'm very average at an awful lot of things but that's not what heroes want you know heroes you have to be great at something and i'm not great at stuff i'm just decent at stuff yeah but that's that's the story that the hobbits for example you know are kind of the everyman Mm. and they they're kind of the biggest heroes of all yeah it sounds like you'd be a great frodo because frodo sucks suck. he's just fainting all over the place and sam's doing all the literal heavy lifting sam is terrible as well though he's on the precipice of tears for about nine (laughs) hours it is unbearable well that's Uh, that's I would, I would like the Lord of the Rings movies way more if Sam and Frodo got together because I think there's a love story there that is more than yeah. friendship, and I, I think that's part of that because I just, I just love that relationship. And in there's there's some like the- fan theories of like those like was Tolkien hinted at, at it, but it doesn't matter whether he was hinting at it or not. It feels like it's there. There feels like the subtext to it because he's his gardener and he he's like, yeah, I'll come on the trip. Why? Because he loves him. Um, the other great bromance, though, in Lord of the Rings is Gimli and Legolas. And I think there's a lot of fan theories about that as well. And that possibly was... There's more hinting at that by Tolkien than the Sam and Frodo thing. Because Gimli and Legolas just go off together at the end, don't they? And Gimli oh. actually goes to the undying lands with Legolas. Um, Whoa. He, isn't he given a rare honour by the elves? Yeah. Galadriel's gift or... Legolas' gift. I don't know. He gives him something real important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think after the the the, the fellowship is disbanded, they go off on adventures mm. together around Middle Earth, don't they? So there's a spin-off I'd like to see. That yeah. And you'd wonder that why is... that didn't happen, given the popularity of Gimli and Orlando Bloom in the films. You know. 
Yeah, yeah. When the, when the film first came out, I was 13 and I thought Legolas was the most, like, he was the heartthrob of my, my early but school. He, he seems to have been for yeah. everyone and I never got it, you know? I just never got that. I think it was because he was so unthreatening. It was basically a beautiful blonde yeah. woman. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was just this, <laughs> the silken hair and... Like absolutely, I, yeah. I, but I, I think I went to see it, the film like maybe twice in one week just for Legolas. It's such a strange crush. It's such a strange crush. I don't think it's a strange I mean, I think, crush. I, th- I think crush you're joined all, like, by literally beautiful. hundreds of millions, if not billions, of other people. Yeah, I, I, I so sort of fancied Legolas, like so beautiful. Yeah, and he was he was practically glowing, and he was yeah. and his little. Oh, his yeah. eyes. He snowboarded oh. his when he eyes, snowboarded yeah. down the thing in the Battle of Helm's Deep. I have to say that that did it for me. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you uh, will you brought up an interesting point earlier during our quiz about women in Lord of the Rings, and yeah, that was something that struck me uh, watching it recently. That I actually don't think they would have been able to make that now, twenty years on. With I know the source material doesn't have many women, but there's three women in the whole. The whole trilogy? It's but, absolutely, yeah, absolutely ludicrous. Like, it is yeah. really terrible. Both that and, like, the whitewashing of the cast. Like, that's a huge... Yeah. A huge thing against it. Because it's just dumb. It's a fucking fantasy world. Like, it could be way more diverse and interesting. But it's just... It's just not. And then the biggest crime... I know we're not talking about the Hobbit films. But there's this big thing of, like, there's not enough female characters in Tolkien. So we're going to add in a character evangeline lily's lily's gonna play her and her character is gonna be like the female character in this thing and what does she do she serves to fall in love with the man and follow him around nailed it guys yeah i i i wonder if they remade it now like i don't see why you couldn't have gimli being played by a woman yeah and and for any character though Gimli. but i mean for gandalf for frodo for any of them i mean they could all be women or men yeah. you know oh yeah. i just picked gimli at random yeah Treebeard. And also, there are some people of colour in it, but there are all the baddies, and they have no speaking lines. It's shocking. Yeah, pretty messed up. And then also, the fact that in Lord of the Rings, anything that's beautiful is considered good. So Galadriel, Arwen, you know, they're beautiful. The the elves are pure and beautiful. The orcs are Mm. hideous and inherently evil, which in a way is an appalling message. (laughs) So that's always been something that's kind of struck me about it. I'm beginning to realise that not having engaged with the books or the films in about 17 years might be a problem for me commenting on it on the podcast. I'm just <laughs> nodding along saying, oh yeah, yeah. Do you know what? When I sort of earlier was like, I'm not really a fan of Lord of the Rings. And genuinely halfway through this conversation, I remembered I have a replica version of Frodo's sword <laughs> at home. <laughs> I have Sting. Which member of the Fellowship do you think that you'd be? Um, I think I would be one of Merry or Pippin. You know? Like, oh, yeah. That's good shout. Stealing food. A little bit, little bit of crack. You know, not going to have a major role at any point. Which of them is less? Does Merry get left behind? or? Yeah. So Merry, Merry stays behind and then goes into battle with Eowyn. So I'd horse. be Merry, but I probably yeah. wouldn't go into battle. I'd just, I'd, I'd stay behind <laughs> and I'd, I'd get baking for the, for Mind the, the, tent. the feast after the battle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you, Will? I think I'd be Sam. I think you would too. Oh, I think you would too. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd cry a lot, but ultimately, I'm good at walking and I like yeah, helping people. You'd be there so, for us, you know. Onya, who would you be? 
Ornia wouldn't be in the fellowship because she's got lady parts. Well, she, she told us she wouldn't be in the fellowship because you just need to go to the toilet the whole time. Yeah, well, I'd just be like, are we stopping for the bathroom or is there a service station anywhere here? And they'd be like, no. And I think I'd just be very high maintenance. I'd be like, are there showers or are we just going <laughs> to run across the Misty Mountains for five days? Um, I think I'd probably be Pippin. Uh, although, obviously, I'd like to be one of the non-Hobbit members. I think you'd I think be Sam probably... as well. Oh, no, he's the worst. Oh, friend. Excuse me. So, sorry, Will, I'm sorry, but I just, I th- he's loyally so annoying. So annoying. No, I think I'd be Pippin. I'd be trying to steal food. I'd drop the thing down the well and get everybody in trouble, resulting in Gandalf's death, of course. Um, and <laughs> I think I would then uh, end up staying with Denator. In, you know, he doesn't need to do that because of causing... Yeah, yeah. Because Baromir saving his life. So I, but then I wonder would I have a touch of the Baromirs about me as well? Would I try to take the ring? I don't know. Onya, sorry, I don't know if we actually asked you. Did you read the books as well as the films? Were you a fan of the books? Um, I, I, I had a copy of it that I found my dad had, and I carted it around to school. I think I was in that kind of phase for a long time, but I don't think I ever actually made it through it because I was always getting sidetracked by the songs. Uh, and it's not like me to not have read the book of movies, so maybe I should make that my 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 aim for the coming weeks and try to get through it. So the, you know what? What do you think? So obviously, it's three you know very long epic movies. What do you think is the single most was epic and awesome scene in in the three in the three of them? Oh. Or what stands out in your memory of of? of I mean, my it? memory of it is not strong, um, and I. So, like, I do remember Helm's Deep, certainly. I mean, Helm's Deep is just absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, it's got to be Helm's Deep for me as well. That must be one of the best scenes in cinema ever. Guys, has anyone been surprised by anyone else's take? Like, were you surprised to discover that all three of us actually were kind of big fans? I was surprised to remember that I had a sword. (laughs) I I was surprised to remember how much of a nerd I am, uh, actually. I'm not surprised Mm, that, that you guys are fans, but... I suppose I'm I'm surprised at how little I remember. Like everything you said. I remembered it once you said it, but you were like, and the Urukai, and I was like, oh yeah, you know? So whereas <laughs> I couldn't have told you a great deal beyond Yeah, in my mind, like they sort of go, um, Bilbo's eyes go a bit weird when Frodo has the ring, then they go off a bit, and Baromir dies, and Gal- Gandalf dies. And then there's Helm's Deep and Legolas skateboards down the slope. And then uh, there's this big spider and Pippin sings a song. And uh, then there's the lava and Smeagol bites off a finger. And then Frodo wakes up in the bed. That's kind oh, yeah. of the movies for me, what I remember. <laughs> he could have done it in an hour. And Treebeard, Treebeard wandering around as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, will we just do a little recap of where we're at with the list? Have we discussed any pros and cons? Yeah, we do. We have a couple of pros here. So, uh, one pro is that it's just an epic adventure, which is pretty cool. And I think we kind of agreed that in some ways it manages to be pretty unproblematic and that it, it, it lets you just focus on the on the story and like a lot of more kind of recent stuff. Um, we agreed that there's a lot of really awesome scenes and I think Helen Steve should get its own space on the pros list. Uh, and then when we come to the cons, we agreed I, I that like the poems... I Helm's Deep. Like, like, an, like, I guess it's just an accent thing, but when Irish people say Philem... Yeah, I did, I did hear you deep. say Helm's. Oh. Helm's Deep. <laughs> <laughs> 
Are you Oh boy, you're going to Helm's Deep now? No, it makes it sound like it's a stop on the Lewis. Next stop, Helm's Deep. A light here for no, Minister. Well, deep on the Helm, <laughs> Helm's Deep. I, I, why can't I say as a helm? Helm, yeah. Helm. Helm. Helms. I think you'd, I'd actually, Anya, do you know what I would love to see you do? And I think this would be your role. I'd love you to be like a tour guide in the universe, like on a bus tour. So like like in the West of Ireland, so you've basically got a bus with 67 German people in it and you're up front with the microphone sort of taking them through Moria. So if you'd look out on your left there, you'll see Helm's Deep. Uh, well, that wouldn't be in Moria, would it? No. Uh, uh, so Moria, you see Balin's grave there, uh, his tomb. And uh, yeah, the drums beating in the deep. Now I'm just reciting lines from the film. The film. Um, <laughs> Philip. S- s- the film. So I didn't realise I couldn't pronounce Helm's Deep. So back to our cons. We've got the poems and songs were a big turn off for a lot of us. Mm-hmm. Um, the portrayal of women. Uh, is a bit disappointing in this day and it's age. That there is no portrayal of women, you know. And when they're <laughs> in it, they're 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 just in beautiful dresses, kind of being beautiful. Other than Eowyn, maybe in the last film, but I think that was very reactive to you know probably criticism that it had been getting. Uh, there's a, a little bit of kind of an overly simple dichotomy between things being beautiful or ugly and therefore good or evil. Uh, with a problem with the portrayal of people of color in the in the universe. Um, um, so that's kind of the state of play. So obviously, I don't have a vote. Do you guys have a, I suppose, a, a finishing position on this that you'd like to like to like to set? I I'd forgotten how much I liked Lord of the Rings uh, and how much I uh, I played the video games a lot. There was um, incredible video games. You got to play as all the characters. It was amazing, and I was very good at them. Um, yeah, incredibly nerdy. I like the films. I think they have a lot of problems, and I never really got through all the books. But I like books. I think. Unfortunately, they're going to have to be a legitimate like from me. And I think part of that is because the whole adventure of the story is amazing. And then especially with the films, there's there's like this big adventure around the way they made the films, which just sounds so joyful and brilliant for the, for the main cast anyway. I don't know if everyone had a good time there, but like they got to run around on horses and like there's a famous picture where they're all like they all have various different injuries and all the different sets. It's cool. It's exciting. It's a big old adventure. I like it. Did you in the video game where you got to play as different uh, characters? Like, did you did did the video game have them all doing their different storylines? So if you were Legolas, yeah. you went on a particular one, and if you were Gandalf, you went somewhere else. Exactly, and... you followed the whole story. So you'd play cool. one one level, you'd be Aowen, and then one level there's a level where you're playing as Frodo and Sam, and then oh, it's it's Shelob, and you have to then play Sam and rescue your way, fight your way through to get to Frodo I want to play that oh it's unbelievable I forgot what it, I think it was called like Return of the King or something did I ju- did I just always call Eowyn Arwen or is that how it's spelled in the books no there's Arwen Eowyn and Galadriel oh. he just oh, grand. Eowyn's he Miranda just recycled. in the final final I just forgot 33% of the female cast well I mean Tolkien it's not to keep track of all three of them names. I suppose Eowyn and Arwen <laughs> come on and then he really goes through with Galadriel it's like um I remember we knew uh, a family and the parents were John and Catherine and they had three, three children and the first child was John, the second child was Catherine and the third child was Cesar. No. No, that's not a <laughs> family. Cesar. That, An Irish family. What have they, why have they done that? John, Catherine, John, Catherine and Cesar. Yeah. 
That's absolutely mad. It sounds like, yeah. yeah. The well, maddest part yeah. is naming two of your kids your names and the third kid mm. not John or Catherine or Jathrin or Con. <laughs> That's true. Commit to the bit. Or just yeah. name them your surname, which I'm not going to say <laughs> yeah. on air. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think they're probably pretty reasonably identifiable from, from that detail, Hugh. Hugh, what's your... Yeah. Uh, to save our living in South Dublin. This is John O'Leary, um, Catherine O'Leary, and O'Leary O'Leary. <laughs> I do feel that the fact that I've read the books more than once, like, gets me into a, into a category of, like, I'm absolutely not a super fan. And in fact, I'm probably not even, wouldn't even call myself a fan yeah, anymore. Yeah, you sound but, like, so I, nonplussed about the whole thing, actually. <laughs> well, I think I have a certain amount of credibility with Lord of the Rings because I've read it multiple times, and yet I'm not sure I deserve that credibility. As I say, with the movies, I've definitely seen them all twice, but I haven't watched them in a very long time. Um, yeah, I kind of take on board everything we've said, and I think, uh, I do think, yeah, again, go back to that whole thing of the epic story. I love an epic story. I think that is what a literature, children's literature and older literature is about, and I think it's something that we're missing more of now, even in children's literature. I don't think you have that same epic story. I think things have got you know, some literature's got more pretentious and I I don't know. I think it's a good old fashioned romp, you know? And as you say, it's an adventure as only <laughs> like eleven. It's an adventure for all the family, you know? It's an adventure for everyone, um, all in one go. Um if you love beautiful blonde women, you know, you'll love Legolas. If you love, you know, Welsh dwarves, you'll love Gimli and all of that. Um so yeah, do you know what? I mean, I'm gonna say my vote is going to be I don't really care, but I'm gonna say yeah, legitimate like. Wow, so motion carried another legitimate like for the pile. How would you have voted on you? I oh, think it's absolute, pretty obvious. Absolutely legitimate yeah. like. It's just awesome. And I I I think about it a lot. <laughs> in fact, sometimes when I'm bored in work, I looked recently, my suggested search results were just a lot of like, you know, Lord of the Rings. I think it's an it's it's an unexpected part of my personality, and I love that for me. I love yeah, this for me because you did ask us what um, you know were we surprised by by the other people's takes on it, and I have to say, I yeah, I I am surprised. Like I didn't realize you had that Lord of the Rings love in you. You know that you are a you're a Lady of the Ring. Yeah. Oh, and, don't and, say and, that. Unexpected. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, I think it's just awesome, the and Lady I think of the ring. And I think we just need more, you know, cool stuff like that. Um, mm. Yeah. So, and actually, I was in a jewelry shop recently. And I saw behind the counter they had a replica of the One Ring, and there was a minute where I was like, "Will I? Should that be my wedding ring?" <laughs> But if you'd asked me 15 years ago, I would have said, absolutely, that should be my wedding ring. So, you know, uh, yeah, so that's my, that's my take anyway. Is Mark a Lord of the Rings fan? Um, he has he watched them uh, with me when we had our rewatch. I think he might have seen them when they first came out, but he, he, he'd have a passing interest, but not, not on not on my level. Like I was just listening yeah. to the Howard Shore soundtrack today, in fact. So soundtrack is know. magnificent. Oh, yeah. We haven't even spoken about how so- unbelievable the soundtrack is. Yeah. The soundtrack is incredible. So good. So good. And of course, ultimately, the main characters leave the Howard Shore and head across to the To the Undying Lands. Something. To the, the Dennis Is that where Frodo goes? The Undying Valinor. Lands. Valinor, yeah. Yeah, he gets to be But you said Gimli goes... 
And Frodo goes as well. No, no, no. It's I don't. I think it's just mentioned in the book that Legolas and Gimli go on and do go on those adventures. It's the Grey Havens. Is that what it's called as well? No, is that? the the, the, the undying lands or or Valinor. <laughs> I don't know how many more times I can scream. Is at that you. where Frodo goes though, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. or is it where Gimli goes? <laughs> they both go there, but they go at different times. Legolas doesn't go to the undying lands at the same time as 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 Frodo and Gandalf. Right, listen. I, I appreciate I'm not the fan here, but I'm the one who's read the books, and I'm pretty sure the last chapter is called The Grey Havens. I think that might be a housing estate, Hugh. <laughs> I'm going to get in the book, I'm coming back. <laughs> He's really gone. Oh, He's wow. He's really gone. Yeah, listeners, he has left. I also keep thinking his microphone is a microscope, which is very confusing for some reason, whatever way it looks there. It does look a bit like a microscope. Yeah, some kind of medical equipment that Hugh's got. Okay, he's back. We're going to have a reading now. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Read one of the songs. The Return of the King. It's a good thing it's a short book, so it'll be easy yeah. to find. Oh, so he started on page one. Yeah. Just looking at the dedication. Three rings for the elven kings under the sky. Seven for the dwarf <laughs> lords in their holes of stone. No, Hugh, you have to do it to call me, maybe. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Three rings for elven kings. <laughs> Under the sky And seven for the dwarf lords in Halston Nine for mortal men Doomed to die One for the diamond How does the verse go again? Yeah, I, I hey. just met you No, that's the chorus, what's the verse? Nobody knows the verse to that song <laughs> The verse is A true wish in the well <laughs> yeah. Three wing for elven kings Under the sky Seven for dwarf lords in their halls of stone Nine for mortal men Doomed to die Yeah there's quite a lot of an index here oh appendix f <laughs> appendix d App- okay i love this right so appendix d this podcast has a long way to run appendix d is the shire calendar okay but then what it says underneath is for use in all years <laughs> oh that's good so, <laughs> there's no leap years in the shire <laughs> okay uh okay appendix a but there's no leap um, years in the shire sounds like a folksy phrase they'd say oh like, there's oh, no leap years in the shire there's no leap years in the shire chapter nine of there must be little bits anyway we don't the need gray to havens <laughs> okay the gray havens right so Frodo road there, Pippin's there, uh, Fredegar, poor old Fredegar. Then there was Lobelia, and the brace girdles of Hardbottle. This is, all <laughs> sounds absolutely made up. It There's does. A deputy mayor. <laughs> <laughs> a double flop is riding a clinky. Yeah, there's the gift of Galadriel. Oh, Jeffrey is uh, dorking so to a flip. See, Sam stayed at the Cottons with Frodo. Time went on and 1421 came in. I suppose you're right, Mr. Frodo. I've heard some beautiful names on my travels, but I suppose they're too, a bit too grand for daily wear and tears, you might say. The gaffer, he's like, oh, listen, I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, I, I don't mean to be rude, but why are we doing this? What are we, what are we trying to establish? <laughs> because he they went to the Grey Havens, didn't they? Frodo <laughs> kissed Merry and Pippin, and last of all Sam, and went aboard... And the sails were drawn up and the wind blew. And slowly the ship <laughs> slipped away down the long grey firth and the light of the glass of Galadriel that Frodo bore glimmered and was lost. So Frodo and Bilbo went. Yeah, 
yeah, Frodo, Bilbo, and Gandalf all went. Oh, maybe the Havens is where they left from. Yeah, they left from no. the Grey Havens. No. I d- listen, I think to clarify, I'm going to have to start at chapter one. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, Minas Tirith. <laughs> Pippin looked out from the shelter of Gandalf's okay, thank, thank you for listening to Legitimate Likes. We'll still be here <laughs> six years' time. I think it was worth doing, though. I, yeah. I enjoyed There's it for no the... There's no other way we could have found that information. No. No. <laughs> well, guys, that was fun. That was a lot um, of fun. Frodo picked up his sword, and then the... he got on the ship. Yeah. And then he kissed... Mary, goodbye. We can't get past the verse into the... We're having a lot of fun with the bridge there, I think. Yeah, the ripped jeans, skin was showing, hot light, wind was blowing. Where do you think you're going, baby? <laughs> oh, I just met you. And here's your ring now. Dana, Dana. I've got to sing now. I mean, we all know this is going to be the song at the end of the podcast. I, so I think you should I change just... the lyrics to what you did there, I, I would say. <laughs> Oh, I don't know why I found ripped jeans so funny. I was just imagining a Gandalf in a pair of ripped jeans. <laughs> so, you're a Kai. No, <laughs> no I don't have your ripped skills. Ripped jeans, but... Helms deep. <laughs> Helms. Call me Helm. Uh, well, thank Call me Helm. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, My I, I try, but I just can't. Confidence. Yeah, Anya, Anya, what I would say is. When it comes to when it comes to you have many many talents you're good at an awful lot of things but when it comes to trying to parody a song I think you have an incredible ability to leap in with enormous confidence <laughs> and absolutely no prospect of delivering anything which is a, exactly what Frodo did Well that's that's not the wind out of my sails <laughs> You don't need any wind I think to go across to the Grey Havens from the Grey Havens we've established True. that well, we've come on a journey ourselves here, haven't we? We're returning to the scouring of the Shire. The scouring? Is that just cleaning? Yeah. Is that just when they clean? Really Sorry, deep do you want me to read the, the scouring of the Shire? Absolutely maybe? not. Uh, Anya, thanks so much for filling the very small shoes of Michael, who is our producer, who <laughs> is away dealing with a child. Um, it's been a joy, as always. <laughs> God. Um, any final thoughts for the listeners? Well, for me or for you? Uh, I... Hugh has got a book in his hand and is looking thoughtful, so I'd say you. I had no final thoughts. I had a great time. This was an epic journey. I feel we got to Mordor. We threw in the podcast and uh, are now making our way back to the Shire. Yeah, now the, um, the world is safe from the podcast and it's, it's dangerous. The, world, the podcast has to be destroyed. It can only yeah, be destroyed yeah, yeah. in the, mountain, the fires of Mount Doom. Um, I think we could have talked about Lord of the Rings forever. So, hmm. you know, maybe have you back for the second part. Of our, of the, it might be a very niche. Yeah, we, we, we're we're going to do an extended edition three part. Yes, exactly series. the extended yeah. cut. So anyway, to do. Hugh, any final closing thoughts? Oh, I really enjoyed this. I think there are some episodes where I go in with, I think, a lot of knowledge. Some episodes where I go in with absolutely no knowledge. But this is the first time that I've been surprised by how little knowledge I've had. And um, <laughs> but it didn't make it a negative experience at all. Um, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think I'm I'm happy that we we came to the decision we did and. I would imagine Lord of the Rings fans would probably be so enraged with some of the <laughs> nonsense I in particular spoke um, that our voting at a legitimate like will not at all um, assuage them. I think they'll yeah. be disgusted with us. Yeah, I think I might annoy them more because I sound like I know what I'm talking about, but it's very superficial. And I think when you scratch the surface, <laughs> I just... I've just Googled, I've just watched a couple of YouTube videos of behind the scenes. And yeah, that's it. like you, you have a replica sword, but the real fans probably have like 
a replica, I don't know, ladle that Sam uses. <laughs> also, the real fans would be upset. The hilt is slightly, slightly the wrong color, but that's for yeah, the extended Sam's edition. merchandise, Le Creuset, probably. Thank you very much for listening to Legitimate Likes. We really appreciate it. If you like it, tell a friend and tell them to listen to it. And if they don't, end the friendship. Uh, I've been Will. Hugh, have you been Hugh, do you think, this time? Pretty much. Yeah? Well done. As much as I can be. Great. Like it on iTunes and uh, listen to the next one. Goodbye from Anya, goodbye from Hugh, and goodbye from Will. Legitimately see you later. Bye. Bye. Uh, Bye! I threw a ring in Mount Doom We'd best be heading home soon Cause Anya needs the bathroom We've got to hit our stride Anya, she loves Hallam's Deep Even more than Cable Street And that's where she took her seat On that 70 ride You read the story Don't feel bad ignoring poems Because they're boring Shut up talking, you're pretentious Hey, my name's Treebeard And I'm a tree man I live in forests around New Zealand I think I'd be merry And do no fighting But Will would be Sam And do the right thing Gandalf's the best one Grey or white He even comes back After he died He's a grumpy old guy Who kicks Balrog's ass He puts his staff down Says you shall not pass I would have nothing to bring The fellowship of the ring I'd probably lose everything And set our tent on fire I got the book out to see Where Frodo went with Gimli I stopped on Appendix D To read about the Shire The ring is calling Gollum He is bawling Meanwhile Gandalf's falling Fly you fools and get to Mordor Hey, my name's Frodo I'm real annoying the parts with me in you're not enjoying you much prefer the bits with the others the elf dwarf brothers from another mother all the orcs are ugly they must be bad guys keep chasing Frodo thank god for Samwise Legolas is really a pretty lady well here's his number so call him maybe Some people never read the books Cause they were too long You know they're too long They just are so so long I thought they went to Grey Havens But I was just wrong Yeah I was so wrong I got it so so wrong Will gave up on the books Because he got bored But he's a big fan He's got Frodo's sword And as for Anya She never read them but all the movies she'll watch in bed then I'm really not kidding you now The books are so long, they're really so long I cannot stress how long And really you'll get all you need from hearing this song Yeah, it's a great song I wrote a real great song Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.